change, one heartbeat at a time. Battle for Freedom. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Watson Prenier from Battle for Freedom on Bone Fiber Radio. And thank you very much for joining the program as we're going to have some fun. If you want to interact like I see Curtis did, he went to Facebook.com forward slash Battle for Freedom. You can also go to Rumble.com forward slash Battle for Freedom and leave your comments there. And we're going to continue uh, on uh, this beautiful July day. Uh, just talking about a lot of different things as well as we will continue uh, talking about... Um, Mike Pence uh, with an interview with Jordan Peterson. Uh, I see Carolyn's joined too. Thank you very much. Hello. Good to see you as well. Uh, a couple of things. We can't forget this because uh, a lot of you will be triggered. Um, it depends on where you stand with the topics we covered today. And that's fine uh, because we have to work through all of our issues. Now, instead of popping pills, I'm going to ask you to pop tunes. And when I mean pop tunes, I'm asking you to consider biofeedback therapy with New Life Holistic and Anthony Malchiotti. Give him the code MOJO50 and save, uh, I believe it's MOJO50 and save $50 in your first session. Also, uh, can't forget American Pride Rose's coffee, historically great coffee, and the official coffee of Mojo Fiber Radio. Mmm, I had some yesterday. Uh, some delicious white swats and white chocolate. Oh, wait, was it, did I have any yesterday? No, because uh, I have, because my cream is defrosting. So I literally went a day without American Pride Rose's coffee. Not good. Not good at all. It's historically great coffee and the official coffee of Mojo Fiber Radio. And I have a container. Or did I have it yesterday? I did. I did have it. Yes, because I used the regular milk instead of the cream. Aha. Yes. So I did have a. <laughs> That's why I'm so calm right now is because I had my Watson's white chocolate caramel blend and it was decaf too. So that's the reason why I, I have survived. Hey, Lisa, thank you for joining and being part of the program. Uh, look at those. And finally, uh, Romika Designs, R-O-M-I-K-A-D-E-S-I-G-N-S.com. Please let them know Watson from Battle for Freedom sent you and we will have some fun. And Ginger. Ginger, thank you very much. Lisa's drinking her APR coffee right now. Uh, if it's not Watson, it's white chocolate caramel blend or Burr Hamilton. I don't know who you are. No, no, no. In all seriousness, enjoy because it's great coffee. Uh, so today we're going to talk about fake or real recalls surviving post-prime day. Uh, yes. So I, it's, it's July 13th. Uh, for those of you, um, Hey Lep, thanks for joining and being part of the program. Uh, appreciate you being there. You can catch Lep on Sundays, 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 uh, 12 PM Eastern standard time on ain't you a peach and, uh, just great content. Uh, if you want to just be informed and you just don't want to hear, uh, Caucasianly challenged, uh, Caucasianly challenged guy like me, uh, constantly ranting and raving uh, early in the morning. Just move, move to the smooth tunes of of of, of a peach. Uh, oh my goodness, this is too much funny. Uh, you know, he near death experiences is what he's talking about this week, this weekend. So pretty interesting. Um, very interesting topics. But today we're talking about fake or real fake or real recalls uh, surviving post Prime Day. Now, most of you, I, I don't know, um, we did pick up a couple things because we need things for our kids, and we're praying that the things that we picked up for our, for our kids will not be recalled. Uh, you know, I'm serious. I mean, it took everything in me not to jump into just 
shop, shop, shop for me. Uh, picked up a couple things that were critical for our kids, and we are going to need 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 them. Uh, they will then with the products that we will pick up for them. We're praying that we will never have to return back to sender or repent return back to vendor, um, because of the fact that um, this is going to be very interesting as we as we see this and as it as it arrives. But one of the things that I thought was uh, really interesting is that the kind of like the day after Christmas. Or the day after Black Friday, you know, a lot of people are, uh, you know, returning things, whether they want the coupons or the, the they want the receipts for it, uh, they want to exchange or whatever. We're in a constant state of recalls. Amy, thank you for being part of the program. We're in a constant state of recalls, uh, whether it's returns, recalls, whatever. And I'm going to basically go through fake and real recalls. I will deal with it as best as possible from uh, if, if I can draw out a spiritual component of this and we'll deal we'll deal from there. First one I saw, and this is from a <laughs> this is from a political recall um, that many people uh, want right now is uh, uh, I, uh, I, Kamala Harris's latest word gaffes um, saddle salad gaff sees VP attempt to explain artificial atten- artificial intelligence with very confusing results. I'm not gonna lie to you. At this particular point, we know that most of the people who are in the political arena, are most of them are play actors. They know how to, they really know how to sell a bill of goods. All of them, every last one of them. Every last one of them are the best play actors yet. And I'm telling you, at this particular point, Kamala's getting paid really well to play really dumb. If you haven't seen the movie, um, uh, what was it, Legally Blonde with Reese Witherspoon, I think I think this is this is Kamala Harris's Weath Weath Reith, yeah Reith, because people say she's just she's got nothing going up here. I think this is her Reith Reese Witherspoon moment. I believe that this is all an act. I believe this is all a game to basically keep us conservatives, non-democrats, non-tyrannical tyrannical people busy, chatting, losing our minds. There it is, more gaps. This is this is only feeding it's feeding the machine. It's feeding the machine of drama. And we've got to be very careful that we don't keep getting wrapped up into this. Because a lot of people are like, well, we got to recall her. We got to recall Biden. We, we don't want to recall Biden because we don't want we don't want Kamala. Think about this. She's playing this dumb because she knows that as bad as Biden's getting, people don't want her instead. So they'll tolerate they'll tolerate Biden's gaffes a lot longer. So they never have to finally pull the twenty fifth Constitution and get Biden out of there. This is all a game. This is all a game, and let's not take the bait, okay? Trust me, they're they're manipulating us. Now, here's another recall. Um, FDA issues most serious type of recall over surgical tools made by Johnson & Johnson that could kill patients, and dozens across the country have suffered burns. Now, this is actual a physical recall. 
the Johnson and Johnson that they have equipment that has been causing severe problems in surgery. Now, if this is going to happen with their equipment, what happens with the chemicals that they're creating, that they're putting in people? Because remember, it was the J&J shot that gave my dad three strokes as well as sent him in and out of the hospital inevitably paralyzed him for the last several months of his life. So, you know, it's not just it's not just the the equipment that we need to be recalling. <laughs> it's not just the equipment that we need to be recalling. We need to be waking up from this because uh if we don't pay attention, we don't act now. <laughs> Go listen to uh there'll be a whole lot more of near-death experiences or actual death experiences if we don't pay attention. Here was one that I think, again, in the, in, the, in the vein of trying to get us triggered all the time and try to get people angry, I saw this thing. It was, it's so, so fake. Um, I saw this. This was very interesting. Colorado hairdresser denies deceptively editing poolside Karen's rant about low-class Mexicans and calls for her to be evicted from luxury $6,500 a month complex where both women live. Now, we know that people do this. We have deep fakes. We have a lot of things. There's, if There have been many times I've wanted to make videos to play during this broadcast that would have, say, certain pre presidential candidates, existing presidents, previous presidents, uh, senators, you, you name it, political figures, Hollywood figures, where I wanted to put them and just sit there and clip out their audio and make them say something they never said. It's easy. It's it's quite simple. And the deep fake technology out there is insanely amazing. Um, but that takes a lot of time. That takes a lot of energy. That take that takes a lot of rent in my mind to go that far as to create. And go that far and create. That takes time away from me, from the personal creations that God has brought through me, my books, my my projects, my family, so much. And I think that a lot of people, unfortunately, they're trying to recall certain segments of America because we are now deeming that certain parts of America are unholy. I mean, uh, yesterday on the, uh, whew, yesterday on the Daily Mojo. Uh, they played this one, this picture of this, the video of this, this um, plus sized woman, black woman, who's making negative comments about white people. Uh, and it, it made me, it roiled me. Oh, it got under my skin. Uh, and, and, and I even said to, I sent a message to uh, Ron, Rondolph the Gray, um, how people like her, Remind me why God won't give me superpowers because I would be annihilating a lot of people. I'm glad I don't have the the, the, the uh, power to electrocute people <laughs> because there'd be a lot of people fried right now. Uh, but I think that these people say this and do this to get us riled up. Like, oh, let's recoil them. Let's recall them. And so we keep, we're creating all these Karen situations to try and feed the, the machine that says we must recall white people. We must recall white people for all the evils that they've committed. 
And it's very sad because it that right there is a disgust. It, that machine right there is just as disgusting as the machine that basically wanted to keep blacks enslaved. But we don't want to have that discussion. We can't have that discussion because of the fact that it would expose things about us that we don't want the world to know. Here's one I thought that there was, um, and this is one I, um, this is a funny one. Um, fried brains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where is he, Curtis? Soylent Green is people. <laughs> um, this was an interesting one. I saw this the other day. Mom, mom, mom's astonishment as iPhone photo of her 18-year-old son taken at a museum is rejected by a photography competition because judges thought that it was faked by AI. See, we're literally in a day and time where AI can construct anything. Amazing portraits, amazing music, amazing resumes, amazing so much. And in the process of doing this, we now have to wonder, um, <laughs> what was that? Uh, was it, oh my goodness, was it, is it real or is it Betamax? Or, there was a term back in the 80s or 90s about checking the the um, the authenticity of some of the different things that we were watching and we had in our our midst in our in our in our hands is it live or is it in Technicolor something like that either way we now have to literally <laughs> oh I'm definitely gonna order Soylent Green on Amazon goodness <laughs> I will definitely order it well and my thing is it's like how much can we order Order, O-R-D-E-R, -E I didn't say order, order, <laughs> that literally can be deep faked. <laughs> okay, let's talk for this. Yes, I do. Um, there was this uh, back in New York uh, when I was working in Manhattan, and I was working for this accounting firm, and one of my coworkers, she had a, she had a very good friend uh, who I tried to date. Um, she was a very interesting young lady. She was a much, she looked a lot like Cher, but was much, much prettier. And actually, a unique thing, too, about this young lady was she was Gregory Hines' hairdresser. Uh, and I remember one day we went out on a date. It was around April Fool's. And um, what was it? Was this the same day I got the, my first espresso? Might have been. Uh, my first day I got an espresso work in Manhattan. I went down to the uh, pier uh, before going back up to the area where we're going to be meeting for um, for the for the event. I don't know if it was a movie or it was a play we went to go see. I can't recall. But I remember while I was down there at the seaport, uh, I went and I found a trick shop. And this is, again, it's April Fool's. You know me. I'm just not going to let this day go. And I remember as I was going through the trick shop, the magic shop, they actually had fake blood pills. And so I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun. So we went through whatever the dining experience was. I don't remember if it was dinner or movie, whatever. And after the show, after the show, uh, we're just walking down the hall. I'm like looking for this key opportune time that I could play this joke on her. Hey, Carrie, thanks for joining. And I remember... She was, I said something silly and she punched me in the arm. It was like, a, you know, it's funny, just tap, tap me in the arm. And I was like, oh, that's my opportunity. So 
I like stumbled forward like, oh, why'd you do that? Reached into my pocket, pulled out the fake blood pills, put it in my mouth. And I started chewing and trying to get this thing going because I really want to work this thing out. And then I fell to one knee and I was like, I'm not feeling good. And <laughs> she's like, what? Come on, stop being so silly. And that's when some people started walking around like, see what's going on. And that's when I started spitting out fake blood. <laughs> Please, needless to say, everyone found it hilarious except her. <laughs> but I sit here and I think about, I mean, that was, oh my goodness, that was like almost 20 years. No, not 20 years ago. That was 30 years ago. That was like less, less than 30 years ago that I did that, that I had fun doing that. And and we know that fakery has advanced a lot in 30 years. Um, and you just, you just sit here and you wonder how much is real and how much is fake. And we're constantly put in this mode of being worked up about people, worked up about things. And we just got to make certain that we're not... It's not someone chewing on a fake blood pill to get us worried and overly concerned about something that really isn't real. Um, here's recycled news. <laughs> yes, Gary, it was it was not right. <laughs> it was not right, but it was funny. <laughs> I had so much fun there. Uh, here was one. This recycled news. I, I saw this. Black Democrat flips from to become a Republican. Furious Georgia state representative defects and tears into former party for embracing left-wing radicalism and lawlessness and putting interest over of migrants over Americans. Now, this is, uh, I think his name is Misha, Misha. Uh, but I remember, I think I covered this like three or three months ago, two or three months ago. So you see how they, I found myself on, on Daily Mail finding articles and finding subjects like, I know I talked about that. I know I covered that. And they're recycling news to get people riled up whether you're on the left whether you're on the right whether you're a centrist it doesn't matter they're constantly recycling news and we've got to be very careful that as they recycle things that we don't get caught in the spin cycle <laughs> okay that we don't get caught in the spin cycle because i think that in by constantly following this, this desire and hope that what our party party wins or we overtake or we win and we think that we're about to recall some nasty politicians or political parties it's all an illusion it's all it's all an illusion we must be careful <sighs> you know we have to be very careful so again I saw that. I'm like, they're recycling news. Uh, last one. Here's a real recall. Or this may be a must-needed recall. Because I have a lot of friends who are affected by this. I have people who are dear to me who would be affected by this. Is Ozempic causing a wave of suicidal Americans? FDA has received 60 reports of side effect and drug makers, drugs, drugs maker Novo Nordisk says it's taking issue very seriously amid fears 5 million people in the U.S. are taking the slimming shot. I know people taking the shot. I'm concerned for people taking the shot long before this came out, this news came out. But here it is, a recall, a potential recall, where it's causing suicidal ideations. 
and and we're wondering why people are losing their mind left and right is because we keep putting chemicals into our bodies. We're trying to, instead of making the necessary changes that we need to in life, because we want to get back to a level of living that is pretty much an illusion. I mean, yesterday I talked about worshiping God. I think we need to get back to worshiping God uh, because what we're doing in instead is quite frightening. And I'm praying that in the midst of this, we will wake up. Let's do this. Let's get back into Pence because, again, <laughs> here's me recalling Pence. Uh, here's me recalling Pence and we uh, – <laughs> And we go from, uh, oh, yeah, well, we're, we're going to continue this. Uh, why in the world is, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, some days I just wonder when my brain will finally kick in. There are days I'm wondering if it will or if it will not. Should I stay or should I go? Boop, boop, doop, boop, doop, boop, doop. No, that's not really what I want to do. Um, Yes, let's get back into this. This is a little bit of the old view of the way I did things, but I think it still sends the message. Well, I, I'm very humbled uh, by those words. And, you know, it, it actually makes me think of uh, another time, maybe a century ago. And I'm not someone that looks backwards or wants to turn the clock back. We could stop that conversation uh, with anyone else now. But, you know, there was there was a season after World War One where... Uh, uh, a Republican ticket stepped forward. Literally, their message was a return to normalcy. <laughs> and I, I get a sense that the American people would like to get back to the policies that were advanced under a, a president I deeply admire, which was President Calvin Coolidge. Uh, he was someone that balanced budgets. He cut taxes. He oversaw an incredible time of American prosperity. But at the core of his philosophy was an often quoted Calvin Coolidge statement that the business of America is business. And, and by that, he, he meant the business of America is not the government itself, that, that the, the federal government should not or the White House should not be the center of American life. And they actually, uh, Calvin Coolidge restraint and his, his uh, instinctive conservatism uh, uh, really set a tone that allowed for a period of incredible innovation in the country. That's where we heard all the incredible stories about progress. And So let's get into that with uh, what he's saying here about Calvin Coolidge. And uh, the, the reason why I say this is because of the fact that I, I'm concerned. Because he says that America is a business, right? He says America is a business and it's not the government. But isn't the military and extension of the government. And when we push the military industrial complex, are we not pushing for bigger government? Right? Are we not pushing for bigger government when we push the military industrial complex? So it doesn't matter what the innovation, doesn't matter what the time, doesn't matter what the period is. Pushing bigger government means less Freedoms. Pushing bigger militaries means the arm of the government to ensure the, meet, the, the desires of those in charge. Arming, giving the people, giving the military, giving the, uh, the extra ex executive 
branch of the government power to subdue the people. And I think that this is a question that we must ask. Because if we can't be real about this right now, if we can't, if we can't be, if we can't be serious about this, this is going to be some serious problems. Let's do this. We're going to prepare for a break here. And when we come back from the break, we'll continue that um, because of the fact that, huh, we got, we got a lot to worry about. We got a lot to worry about. And as we're sitting here talking about recalls, <laughs> I think I'm recalling my, my, uh, ooh, we got some stuff that we're going to talk about that um, Christopher shared when we come back from the break. I'll talk to you on the flip side. Supply line interruptions are definitely here to stay, especially given the incredible talent we have working at the U.S. Transportation Department. However, you don't need to fear these interruptions. You can be prepared. Go to preparewithmojo50.com. That's preparewithmojo50.com. The Daily Mojo with Brad Staggs. My suggestion was why not create another category so you have men, you have women, then you have transgender men and transgender women. And so, I mean, why not create their own unique category so we are comparing apples to apples and coconuts to coconuts? Because their whole entire shtick for the transgender community is, no, these are women. Despite the fact that they have XY chromosomes and, you know, a giant hog swinging between their legs, they are women. And you Here, I'll get it. Why. Wow. Giant hog. Never heard it quite uh, described that way. That's great. I see you've seen Ron naked, too. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, Weekdays, 8 Eastern, Mojo Five O. After a long, hard night, I am exhausted. I need something that will stimulate me. That's why I start each day with Ron's sexual chocolate. It really gets me off to work. Find the flavor that stimulates you and gets you off to work at AmericanPrideRoasters.com. about to get real and you really need a plan and you need people on board there's only one place to be sunday long live radio 5 a.m eastern 10 a.m triggering change one heartbeat at a time battle for freedom Welcome back, everyone. I'm your host, Watson Prunier from Battle for Freedom on Mojo Fiber Radio, and I appreciate every last one of you as we sit here and uh, we continue this thing, uh, talking about fake or real recalls, uh, because we have to have this um, weird. Well, we're not going to worry about that right now. Uh Fake or real recalls, um, this is where we get into um, all things 
Battle for Freedom, All Things Insane. Uh, and let's continue this with respect to the Pence and Peterson interview. But there was a, a couple things that were shared, and thank you very much, Car- Carolyn. appreciate that. Uh, this is what Christopher shared. Also, I po- posted for you on the timeline and Facebook uh, the link to the uh, Peterson and uh, Pence interview. It's on YouTube that you can find this. Um, I believe it's called Speaking Softly and Carrying a Big Stick or something like that, but something along those lines. But uh, Christopher Warren says, Calvin Coolidge was an American attorney and politician who served as the 30th president of the United States from 1923 to 1929. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, so he served um, after World War I and just before the Great Depression. That, you know... An, an attorney who normally, I mean, not all attorneys are bad, but most know how to keep us regular folk in a legal limbo because we don't understand or perceive the basic concepts of the Constitution. Uh, the, well, what is it? We we literally train and highly pay people to keep us confused from understanding the law. Or we tr- we 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 train and we highly pay people to teach other Americans how to circumvent the law and the responsibilities and the consequences of breaking said laws. So this is a great start, right? (laughs) And this is very crazy because if we don't have these discussions, um, a lot of horrible things can continue to happen. But yeah, politician, a politician and an, um, an attorney, perfect mixture Perfect mixture for us. Let's get back to this. In manufacturing and industry, and uh, and and I, I hold I hold to the view that uh, that it's the free market, it's free enterprise. That's where the energy comes from. I grew up in a small business family. I, I know who makes this country go every day, and the government should be playing the role of, of the referee of the private sector. Uh, and and not at center court with all the attention focused there, but but when we sit here and we focus our energy on pro- propping up about how we are this military strength, you know, we when we don't want to appear weak in front of the rest of the world, we have to prop up our military. We have to prop up our boasting and our our prowess, so we're not perceived as weak. So we go to the military-industrial complex. We put ourselves in wars around the world. Again, a lot of this for me is very, very, I'm more vocal now after Mike Pence went to Ukraine and was shaking hands with Zelensky. There's videos out there right now. There's pictures out there of Zelensky standing alone on the stage because he's, he's disrespected the people who've been trying to help him win this war. And Mike Pence is among the group of people who are supporting him. If you lost my confidence there, you've lost my vote of confidence. It's clear we have no business being in Ukraine. And I, I honestly, to tell you the truth, with the way that the media, our media, our, our administrations have misled us on the facts, do we have to go back to the Gulf War? How far back do we have to go to start questioning the data? You remember? No, 
W no no WMDs. He lied. Bush died. People died. Well, guess what? Zelensky lied and people died. Biden lied and people died. Trump lied and people died. But he didn't bring us into a war. <laughs> okay. Uh, let us consider what these people are saying and start paying attention. Their actions, their words. Listen to the bigger picture. <laughs> You're funny, Lep. Hey, Brenda, thank you for joining and being part of the program. Uh, yes, Curtis, World War II. World War II. Uh, Christopher, more, a little more information. When Warren Harding and Calvin Coolidge began their their term as president and vice president in 1921, the debt level was down to $23.9 billion because of the policies of Presidents Harding and Coolidge. By the time Coolidge left office, the, uh, let's see, what is he saying? Uh, the public pu uh, publicly held debt of the United States was $17.3 billion. So we, what, ended up paying off bills? That's very impressive. <laughs> That's very impressive if we paid off bills. My question is, why should it ever, because billions of dollars back even 100 years ago, that's pretty impressive. Okay, that's pretty impressive. We're in trillions now, but we were in billions back then. And I think that even back then, if we, if we, if we roll back the time, we roll back the clock and we look at billions of dollars a hundred years ago and put it in perspective, why were we spending that much money? Why were we that much in debt? See, this is a question that no one wants to answer. Because Mr. I love debt, president number 45, and, and everyone after, let's keep spending money that we don't have. Let's keep spending money and making our posterity pay for our, and our drunkenness with the purse. It's, it's wrong. Debt is dumb. Like Dave Ramsey says, debt is dumb. We've got some dumb debt. We've got some stupid tax. That we're paying off. You have to. We, we, we're supposed to. We're supposed to be solvent. We're supposed to be fiscally responsible. And guess what? Losing six billion dollars. Six billion dollars. Not paying off six billion dollars. That's pretty impressive. Why do we get there in the first place? Yes, Carolyn. Oh my my goodness. Here, here you go. War is more costly. Is, is costly more ways than one. Most definitely. I talked about this a few weeks ago about the Maturian candidate, how we have, we have, we've been in fake wars, false wars for power just to, to promote the military-industrial military complex. It's been going on for quite a long time. <sighs> it's going on for quite a long time. It needs to come to an end. But um, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm disappointed in Pence. But he's proven to be just like every last one. I don't care how many times you guys say that Trump was an outsider. He's not. He's a, pol he's a politician. Period. To say otherwise is to be literally intellectually dishonest. It's to be intellectually dishonest. So let me 
let me touch on something else that you 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 touched on earlier you talked about the radical left now i spent some time working with democrats and i just interviewed robert f kennedy and i asked him the same question that i've asked every democrat i've met in the last five years and the question i asked was when does the left go too far and i believe this to be true that none of the Democrats that I've spoken with, and we spoke in good faith, and we had serious conversations, were able to or willing to answer that question. Now, you made a comment about the radical left, and so when do you think the left goes too far? And, and what, would you, what do you think, if they are going too far, those who are on the far left, like how do you identify that, and what do you think, what do you think might be, what's the appropriate response to that? Now, before we get into his response, I'm sure it'll probably be what we wanted to hear from Mike Pence for a very long time. Probably going to be more dry, dry toast when we hear this. And I think everything he may be saying, I can't recall the video, but we'll be hearing it in a second here. But I, I, I think this is a very dangerous question. And here's why. Of course, there are things to point out that's wrong about the left. And, and I'm certain that there will be probably a very responsible response to this question but to share this question without asking the flip side the dangers of the right the dangers of ultra conservatism the dangers of republicanism republican nationalism that far exceeds uh the will of god um that's very interesting let's see what mr pence has to say mr pence well, look, I, I, I've been at this a while, um, and uh, but but I never thought I'd live to see the day that that uh, socialism was the animating economic philosophy of one of America's two major political parties. You know, I like to say to people, uh, uh, Joe Biden won the nomination of his party in 2020, but uh, but Bernie Sanders won the party. I mean, all the policies that you've seen flowing. Uh, out of the Democratic Party and out of the Biden administration are driven by European-style socialism and welfare state policies. And that's too far. I mean, as I said, this, we're, we're a nation that was, that was founded on the constitutional principles of a limited federal government, uh, a free enterprise, free market, private property. All of those things have been a wellspring, along with our faith, our family as a foundation of of, of of creating the strongest and freest, most prosperous nation in the history of the world. So that sounds good, right? Uh, um, that it sounded good, right? That was that was that was pretty. <laughs> that was pretty. That was pretty. The way he said that. Um, but here's the problem that you run into is because of the fact that limited government can't be limited with an exhaustive military budget. Correct? A limited a limited country or limited government can't be free when we have now even local law enforcement driving around in tanks. It was about uh, it was about 10 years ago, more than 10 years ago. No, this is closer to 15 years ago. Driving here in, in, in Indianapolis, going down Keystone Avenue, going to, I think I was going to an old church I used to attend more than 15 years ago. This is more than 15 years ago. 
This is quite a long time ago. Needless to say, I passed 38th Street. At this point, you know, if you're on Keystone Avenue and you're south of 56th Street, you probably would have locked your windows. <laughs> I don't know if I'm work- making my way towards I-70 or if I'm working my way towards thir- uh, 30th Street. Regardless, I passed 38th Street. And now I'm driving and I'm in my car. And there's this black this black shadow comes out of nowhere. And I was like, what is that? It was like a visual distortion in my eyes. I couldn't believe it. Uh, it was it was almost like the, the largest shadow, like the Incredible Hulk came out of nowhere as I'm driving down Keystone Avenue in, in Indianapolis. This is late at night. This is well, not late at night, but probably about maybe seven. No, no, probably about eight, nine o'clock at night. And I'm intrigued by this shadow because something's just not right about it. So as I'm coming down the street and I approach the shadow, as I get closer, I realize it's in, it's in, what, is, what was the, um, what is those, the, the, those landmine protected uh, vehicles that, uh, not a Humvee, um, not a Humvee, um, but it was one of those like, 20 foot tall, um, 20 foot tall, uh, not an ATV. It was a ridiculously large vehicle. It was black, but it wasn't like regular car black, like shiny car black. This was muted black. I was like, what in that? What in the world is that? The closer I got to it on the very back of the thing, in muted, non-reflective color, said, police. It looked like an Abrams. Yes, it looked like an Abrams. But it was a skinnier. Okay, so uh, in the war, um, there is a tall thing. Like, think of um, think of a Humvee, but r- raised larger, that can carry most of our troops. And it was one of the, the very uh, common things that were used out in um, out on the battlefield, that what was more protective against IEDs. So even if it hit underneath, it, it most of the crew, most of the people on board could survive. Survive it. It'll come to me in a minute here. I can't believe I. Um, it's, it was a very strong, but the fact that I was right on top of a vehicle, and it wasn't until I was about eight feet away by by my car, could I literally see the word police barely reflective on the vehicle. And this is, this is 15 years ago, 15, 20 years ago here in Indianapolis. So when we sit here talking about less government, so disarm the people so that they can't defend themselves, but arm the police. Again, I have nothing wrong with the police. But this is, it was very scary and very alarming to see that kind of technology rolling on the streets of Indianapolis. You would think that we were in Ukraine. And Governor Pence, was he governor at the time or was it Mitch Daniels? I can't recall. No, he wasn't governor yet. I think it was Mitch Daniels. Scary times, people. Scary times. Uh, By far. And so that, to me, is a go too far. But I will tell you, this whole issue uh, 
uh, of, uh, of, of, of advancing through uh, critical race theory in our schools, literally teaching our kids uh, to, uh, uh, to, to judge, uh, judge their peers not by the content of their character, but by the color of their skin, the opposite of the vision of the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And then beyond that, the, the radical gender ideology that is afoot uh, in our schools, in our universities, and in the culture today, I think, uh, I, I think has uh, uh, literally shocked the conscience uh, of many parents uh, who who might never identify with uh, with the uh, mainstream conservative philosophies that we share. <laughs> you know, but see, here's the thing about it: it's like because that another sweet answer. But then he injected Martin Luther King in this. And the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, uh, appeasing. Now, if you hadn't paid attention, go back to my broadcast in April where I had a chance to share um, Anarchy USA, a video that was made available, brought to my attention by Chad, Chad Jackson, Chadow Jackson from the Uncle Tom do uh, documentary series where Chad Jackson revealed this, and we start seeing a lot of the anarchy that has been existing, giving a great history of anarchy going on here, and come to find out that, you know, while we love I Have a Dream, we love all these different things here, we may not, we may not be so quick to jump the gun on King. Because there was very little reverend going on there. There was very little reverend, reverend going on there. And honestly, there was a, what I perceive to be a lot of reverend in Mike Pence has actually been swapped out by Republicanism, Republican conservative nationalism, and it's quite scary. Stop referencing radicals in the past unless you're talking about the radical called Jesus who got us to get our attention back on God rather than on self. <sighs> Sorry. I just, <laughs> this again, my disappointments, not based on, it's not based on clickbait nonsense on third party websites not even third-party websites, 10th-party websites, 12th-party websites that has so much cl uh, clickbait on it, it'll get, it'll get you into a world of mess. No, I'm listening and I'm responding to what Pence is saying. And let's delve into this. Let's have the conversation. Let's have the honest talk and conversation. Is CRT a, a concern? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. CRT is a concern. But you know what? Just as equally dangerous is pushing the military-industrial complex. It really is. And to, to say otherwise is to be intellectually dishonest. Any of us. I don't care who you are, conservative or liberal. The military-industrial military complex is not what we should be promoting if we're trying to promote a truly free society traditional values that we share, Jordan, but they find themselves struck. I mean, I, uh, my foundation in Washington, D.C., uh, actually weighed in on a federal lawsuit. The Linmar Community Schools in Iowa require students to bring in a permission slip from their parents to get a Tylenol 
but under the school policy, a student could get a gender transition plan from the health department at that high school without ever informing their parents. And as I said, uh, and that's messed up. Is that a concern? Most definitely. But you remember how I started this program uh, talking about recalls? Fake recalls, false, rec- you know, um, because, I mean, the real recall, if we want to solve the situation with the kids in school, recall your kids from school. Pull your kids out of these schools. Start homeschooling. You want to really fix a situation here. You really want to fix a problem. You really want to neuter the, the problem that's going on in the, in the public school system. Go, go to Sam Sorbo's site and look at underground education. Because this is the way we we really start retaking America. It's clear that the communism is taking over. The socialism, communism, fascism, uh, totalitarianism has taken over our public education institution, our media, and so many other different ways. Why continue to support and pay for their tyranny? Because we don't, we don't want to change. We don't want to change what we're doing here. Hey, Chris, thank you for joining, being part of the program. We we don't we don't want to we don't want to take the necessary steps. <laughs> yeah, Mister Pence. When we went to Iowa and spoke about it, that that's not just bad policy. That's crazy. And I see parents parents' rights groups are rising up all over the country uh, and, and pushing back on, uh, on the radical left's uh, effort to indoctrinate our kids uh, uh, about our history uh, and, 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 and also this, this whole business of, of, uh, of trying, to, trying to communicate this radical gender ideology. I think, it's, I think it's, there's a wellspring of support pushing back on that. I think you're going to so, see that show up in 2024. Yeah, well, two things. Well, so... He's right. I think that there is a movement that's going on. So is he speaking truth right now? Yes, he is. So um, uh, (laughs) me and Christopher are like on the same page because of the fact that while I was going here, um, it wasn't it wasn't the M. Maybe it might be the M M eleven fifty assault breacher vehicle. But no, no, no. It was an M wrap. Uh, Max Pro MRAP is built to withstand ballistic firearms, not mine blasts and IEDs. Uh, it's an MRAP, mine-resistant ambush protection vehicle, MRAP. That's what was driving in Indianapolis more than 15 years ago down Keystone Avenue. An MRAP. A black MRAP that was muted black, not reflective black, muted. I mean, I mean, this was a whole new color of paint. This was a whole new color color of dull. It wasn't a matte color because even some matte colors are reflective. This black absorbed the light. It was like a black hole. It absorbed the light and just basically pushed it away. I barely made out police on that MRAP. That's what it is. An MRAP vehicle. I'll I'll even send you pictures of it uh, of where you can look. Um, you two, you the same, uh, Kerry. Have a blessed day. But... As, as, we, as we look at this, as we uh, try and make sense of this, um, yes, do we need to fix the problems in our schools? Most definitely. Is there radicalism going on in our schools? Most definitely. But don't believe all the people who are getting up saying, I can fix the problem. Because it's not the people that we're putting in office. It's the people you see in the mirror. 
We, the people, we have for some strange reason bought the lie that we need these political figures to fix our problems. When God has given us the power to reconcile what's going on right now, we need to be talking to our neighbors. We need to be talking to our fellow Americans, having conversations with them. Some of them are far radical and some of them, there's nothing you can do to say to, to uh, help them overcome there. Some people just want to be stuck on stupid. and That's fine. That's fine. Let God be the one to convert them. But for the rest of us, we have the capability to build relationships with people that we may not ideologically agree with. And the ones where it's a healthy relationship, where we can have a discussion and see exactly where we're coming from. But sometimes after many years, it might even be after many weeks or many months. Sometimes we just have to go separate ways. Because some people want to just be stuck in dangerous ideologies that don't promote God. It promotes self more than anything else. We need to be in the business about promoting God. Listen to this. Listen to yesterday's broadcast about worship. About worship. We need to get back into a spirit of worship. Because it is it is dangerous. It is dangerous. Um, do we have time to do a little bit more? We'll do... Let's, hmm. The show's going to be over in three minutes. And I don't want to really ruin this. Uh, we'll... we'll um, we will continue this tomorrow. We'll continue this tomorrow. We're 10 minutes into... We're 10 minutes into this hour... Um, of this broad, of this uh, video footage, uh, I I know it's difficult. I know it's difficult to hear. I know it's difficult to hear with everything I'm talking about. Uh, Singularity Black is a solvent-based paint full of carbon nanotubes that absorbs almost all light from the visible to the long wave infrared, brother. Then Singularity Black is what was on that vehicle. It was singularity black. There's no other way around it. And this is the military industrial complex that has worked its way down to the local level. Now I'm all for protect, you know, of our law enforcement being able to put down criminal behavior. But what happens when our basic liberties are redefined as criminal? We saw that in the last three years. Going to church, going to the stores, not wearing a mask, not being vaccinated. Are we truly free? Are we truly free? Or do we recall? Or do we recall the lies we've bought into? Amen, Chris. The truth is often difficult. It goes against the grain. And I'm going against the Pence grain now. I hadn't done it for the longest time, but I'm not doing it based on conspiracy. I'm doing it on the very words that are coming out of his mouth. Period. Period. Whew. But I'm telling you, this is this is a saw this is this is some serious crow. And there's not enough barbecue sauce that could make this butt better. <laughs> <laughs> There's not enough barbecue sauce to make this good. Listen, I'm your host, Watson Prunier from Battle Freedom. Brad Staggs and the Daily Mojo is up next. Um, I'm hoping that you enjoy time with them. Uh, just be ready to be your, uh, enlightened and titillated by these crazy, tantalizing, crazy terrorists on the Daily Mojo. <laughs>
This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo 5 